Hey, Spell Slingers, welcome back to YXE Gather the Magic Part podcast, where we want to talk about anything and everything magic related, from deck tech, set reviews, and everything in between. Guys, let's introduce ourselves again. Well, considering I'm going to probably start with this, I am Brian, the Junkman Mage, and on my right, I have the Generous. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm, I'm on a white... Uh, Prairie Plains Callum. He's very plains. He just can't fly though. And on my on my left, you got Bearded Jace coming at you, aka Torgy Boy. I'm a blue player, true and true. Well, so, of course he he's of course he's blue. He just he's just gonna counter everything I say. Brian, am I on your left or am I on your right? I don't know. I, you, you we really need to, we know? need to get left and right tattooed on your hands. Oh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. I am one hundred percent. Okay, so today we want to talk about some game behavior and some etiquettes with that we all wish we all knew, and then we all learned through it, and then and possibly it'll be helpful and useful to everyone else out there. Hopefully for the new players that are listening, and then for any of the older players that just got to learn a new trick, right? Well, why don't we start with the good, right? So, Callum, how about you? What are yours? Honestly, biggest thing that I can think of for any Magic player, new, old, saying and walking through your turn, walking through the steps of what's happening. If you play a combo, going through the combo so that other players can understand it and, and then, clear. So, kind of like big. read the card explains the card. Re- yeah, you gotta explain. The card that well, you're playing. True, but it like, also is nice to go, okay, so if you're going to do this, in response to the second one, since now I can see what you're doing, I'm going to try to stop it, right? So actually explaining the combo would be like, okay, I want to stop that there, right? Yeah. So instead of going, oh, I just run this over and I win. And everyone's like, but well, we had stuff to do. Like, there's a, there's a combo that... I didn't know about, and I had the I had one part of the combo. I had it was uh, the was it Heliod and Walking Ballista? Yeah, that's an infinite combo. Yeah, infinite combo. I had Walking Ballista. I traded it away because I knew nothing. I I I didn't know nothing about the game at that point, and yeah, that's that's actually something something I should have added into bad etiquette, right? And let's even add it into right now, but that's for later on bad etiquette. But how about you, Corey? What what do you like to have from um, good etiquette? It's also just kind of the fact of explaining the card. If you don't know it, ask for a clarification or a ruling on the card. Oh, very right? much so. Even in, in tournament plays, just if you need a ruling and you can't judge. understand it... Arm up, judge. Exactly. And like, by all in means... casual, you can use phone to look up the rules of the card. I, know, I brought my laptop. Exactly. So yeah. you can actually find a comprehensive, and we can even email the judges at Wizards, which is nice. They actually get back to you quite quickly. By by all yeah. means, like we're we're not judges. Oh goodness, no! I I wish I'm, it was. I I think um, one of, I think one of us tried to get into being a judge. Yeah, that was me. I very very but earlier on, but it, it, they weren't looking. Them. The judges here weren't looking for, to take somebody on to teach them. There wasn't any. Oh, there's a few. Oh, now. Yeah. But when I but was like, doing it, it was, I had to move to Montreal and Vancouver. But we're, 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 we're no by, by no means judges. We're no, yeah. we're not wizards employees. We're three average guys ish. 
with an obsession over magic. Right. right? Yeah, it's kind of a... figure out what the rules are. It's kind of a crazy obsession. And another thing that I like to talk about is asking to read the card. Because sometimes when you hear people say it, they speak too fast or something. So sometimes it's nice just to read the card. Yeah, very much so. Like, be cautious you're handling someone else's card so well, of course no greasy fingers stuff like that yeah that's very much good etiquette not touching it and when someone says don't touch my stuff right yeah it, it's like are, would you touch someone's backpack probably not well yeah. another thing with that like what with what you were talking about Corey a lot of some play, some people don't have some people have stuff like you and like like me I, I'm ADHD. Yeah, I have ADHD as well, but we and, all three do. And somebody speaking won't it to us won't register register right away. We have to read the card and we have to sit there go play it through our mind to yeah. understand it. Yeah, right. Um, reading the card explains the card. It explains it a lot easier than somebody somebody explaining it to us. Yeah, very much so. But always be polite about asking to see the cards. Always. Always. So yeah. for me, it's, for me, a good etiquette is trying to keep, keep track of all your triggers. I have some decks that have 10 triggers at the beginning of upkeep or even after you draw. It's very confusing, but that's why I like to keep a coin around and some dice just to make sure, oh, hey, I got triggers. Hold on. I got to read my cards. Yeah, one of my thing is I have a deck that revolves around a lot of death triggers so i keep them all kind of condensed in the one area then i can kind of be like oh there's a death trigger it will trigger all these right right rather than looking over back and forth across your board yeah exactly right something i do for like if if it's if it's a trigger that happens on draw I have a dice, I have something on top of it, so I go, I'm like, oh, wait. I got something, you better find it. Something's in my way. Yeah. So I go and I look through stuff. I have... It could be like a beginning of your upkeep mill two, right? Or draw an additional card, or and then pretty just, much anything. Yeah. That revolves a trigger to your library. Yeah. Put a dice on, or a coin... So it can kind of remind you. So here's a good one that I think... I think is a really, really good etiquette that we need to see more. It is something that isn't practiced much. I don't know if you guys see it often. The rule zero check. We use that all the time. We use it in our play group. But when we're out in the wild playing games at places and we want to play just a fun, casual, like... This is my, this is my, it's kind of like my Ogman and host deck. Yeah. It's not commander legal because it's from the unsets, but due to rule zero, if the table's okay with it, I can play it. Oh yeah, of course. That's right? the simple thing of the rule zero. It's always talking about how you want to play the game with the certain decks that you want to play. Yeah. You just cool. got to ask people nicely. Crazy hat tribal. Yeah. Right. It, it, well, it's, that's also kind of like uh, Esper Queen ended up making a mono red chaos deck. That's her rule zero oh, deck. Yeah. Right, because it has... It has no win, and it just worms. messes up yeah. everybody. It, it, it just 
you, chaos is the game. It, it is right? so much fun, though. But that's yeah. a rule zero. I love just that deck. Like, hey guys, I'm just gonna play my chaos deck. Is everyone okay with that? My Liliana yeah. deck now. I have to make sure I rule zero it because it is on the more aggressive and feel bad style of deck. I have three grave packed abilities in there. Mm-hmm. Plus, I can triple yeah. that ability. However many I can triple it. Well, that's not really a rule zero per se. But a lot of players might but not like it. But it's a more advanced. So announcing that you're playing a higher tier so people can balance out, right? Staying on the same power level so it's more of an equal game. Oh, well, yeah, right? but that, that is technically still a rule zero rule. Right, we, we we go. Hey guys, how do we want to play a game? Like, do you want to play yeah. a little rougher, or do you want to play like, normal? Or are, are are we looking to play C E D H? Yeah, yeah. Right. It all depends on the rule zero of how you talk and what you want to play. Yeah. So another thing I like to think is a pretty good edit kit is encouraging other players to build new decks. Oh, very much so. So, pre-cons are always good to have for starters, but you got to kind of encourage them to add on. Oh, very much. Make it more their flair. Right, right. Yeah, like... Do do a little spin on it, or even just a tiny little curve in the deck that just puts a little little mark for you, a little bit of you into the deck. Well, like, you guys are encouraging me to try to build a blue deck. That's not in my wheelhouse of aggro. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's not aggro. Blue can be aggro, but it's it's kind of hard. But not hard. <coughs> right. So oh, sorry about that. That is one thing that I think people need to do is help people. Like if they're looking for cards, I honestly don't mind if it's like a twenty-five cent card or whatever. Here you go. Like right. I'm gonna help you get better help you build right? the deck that you want because the better play. you guys play the more you're going to push me to be a better player well of course yeah uh, that's right? the point of it. one of my friends went out and bought me uh the first sliver as he's like hey you know what i remember this stuff when i played magic here i think this might be might be cool for you i, I don't play slivers but it was the gesture of him going out out of his way to go hey you might like this Right. Well, it's the same way with just giving new players all the cards, all the cards that you don't really need. Like, well, it's like, a lot of the things is we have like lots of fifty of these commons that they think are good. Well, let them have. Like, it's not gonna hurt us. Yeah, it's not gonna break yeah. the bank if you give a few players a few one dollar cards. Yeah. You know, if they randomly jump up like. 300% maybe then that might suck yeah. but yeah. whatever right? whatever it's a, it, it, it's cardboard it's it, it's a it's a game we that we play that we love that we want new player we want more new players we want we want the new players to gather we to gather we are we are YXE gather the magic we're there to gather players to play yeah right. you can't play by yourself it would just be kind of it's like permanent telepathy yeah um, no, it's more like solitaire. Just go play solitaire in the corner. There are a couple decks that play solitaire. Good but point. besides that, 
We also want to congratulate whoever wins. Oh, it, well, you know? not even that. On the good plays, on the plays are like, holy cow, that set me back. Like, huh, well then, like, I am not the target anymore. Just show the, the good sportsmanship. Yeah, exactly. good sportsmanship. Like, I find plays that just destroy my board sometimes. It's like, I deserve that. I was going to kill everyone, but I deserve that. Thank you. You know what? Even in the good. salty moments, I think that we can... Stop staring at me. <laughs> Even in the salty moments, we have to learn to understand, you know what? I did a big, powerful thing here. I deserve that. I kind of... That was my fault. That I put myself that far ahead already. Yeah. Yes, I am learning from my I'm learning from my mistakes. Exactly, and that's that's the good thing. You grow as a player by m- making those mistakes. You evolve right. every match. Exactly. That that's the point of the game. And I want to congratulate you on the really good plays. Like some games, I'm like, "Okay, you're the target. I have to target you." <laughs> my Ugin play where I oh where I copied God. the Ugin the Ugin ultimate. Oh, that's yeah. that that hurt. That was fun. That was fun. Wait, so let's go on to try things to try to avoid. So the bad, not the ugly, but the bad. The the ugly might come later. Callum, I'm looking at you. Hey, I, I, I think I'm good with this one. Like I, I agree with this very well. Being impatient, rushing others to finish their turns, rush through their phases, rush through, rush through casting your stuff. It's a complex game. It's meant around strategy. It's built around strategy. Everything works in our in our decks a certain way for a reason. Right. Um, especially with new players, you don't want to rush them. You don't want to make them feel like they're on the spot or on a yeah. clock. Like it, it, casual plays not on a clock. It, it could make them feel like they don't want to come back to the game. Exactly. They'll, they'll, they'll feel rushed, pressured to keep playing faster and faster. Or and they can good. even just miss triggers or miss anything. Like, there's so much they can miss. If people are like, okay, come on. Is your turn done? Is your turn okay, done? Come on. Did you attack? Are you going to attack? Like, let them play phase? their turn. Are you, are you second main phase? End, end turn? Okay, perfect. I'm like, my right turn. Like, the, 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 there's things in the middle of it. Like, people can try to do that. Like, people can go... Uh, when it comes to combat and stuff, people will try to politic. Like, if they have a big, scary, scary thing, is going, uh, so are you going to attack with that? But that's the politics. And who? That's, 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 that's more on the politic side, but... When I played with some people up back when I was living in PA, there was I knew a few people that went... Are you done yet? Are you done yet? Are you done yet? On a wooden table at a shop. Well, when we had the Commander 1v1 matches here in Saskatoon, um, some people just rushed through their turn, and I was sitting, sta- sitting there going, okay, what the, what's going on? Like, whose How, turn is it? Like, what the there is a card that I didn't understand because it... So what you're kind of saying is playing something, playing another thing, Playing another thing and then passing turn before anybody can had the chance to know what was going on. Yeah, exactly. It's say, play this, look around, be like, Any it happened. No, okay. okay, it's good. So I play this now. Right. 
Yeah, okay. Now I'm going to play this. Yeah, waiting for the triggers, right. waiting for the responses of the other players at the table. And that's also another bad etiquette for some people is not paying attention to turns. Oh, very some people so. are on their phone and stuff like that, which or trading. can remove from the game itself. Yeah. Right? I've waited through a few games where people were trading and the game is like, dude, it's like, stop it. Oh, I've had that happen at one of the face-to-face, right? face-to-face ones here. Like, the people are trading. I'm saying, like, dude, you, you realize it's your turn, right? Like, oh, oh, oh crap, we're, crap. We're, one second, one second. Um, um, we're waiting on you. Uh, yeah. Right. So, if you're in the match, focus on the match exactly. kind of aspect. Right now, if someone's comboing off, then yeah, yeah. If somebody's trade, if, if somebody's comboing off, yeah, have the little co- side conversations. Don't try to get a bunch of stuff on the table in the way, but it's yeah. like it. I kind of want to see how the combo goes off, but still, you're paying attention, but you're talking to the people in the pod with you or yeah. the group you're playing. Yeah. Right, and that's also coming to the thing, trying to know what you're planning on doing before it becomes your turn. Oh, very much so planning. There are some people that I see who play a combat-heavy deck, and they're like, okay, I pass turn. After, like, 10, 15 minutes of just staring at their cards. Or trying to figure out something, and it's like, now... I understand it's the way they play, and I have no issue with that. But it's knowing what you're going to do. If you don't think you can get through, try and know that before your turn. When you draw a card, read the card, see if it tr- plays if it, around with what you had planned. Yeah, if it changes your plan a bit. Maybe, kind of but. have kind of like a plan A before it gets to your turn. Yes. With a suggestion kind of thing, right? right? Like, well, running out yeah. turn for next turn, things like that. It's, go, okay, I need to go... Keeping your mind one step ahead. Yes. When exactly. I when I put Abyssin in my deck, in my Audric deck, I had I have Grand Embolisher in there for a reason. I don't want stuff countered. I want to be able to play my stuff. I want to be able to use it without, ha- on my turn, being affected. Right. But Corey was playing a counter-heavy deck that game. I had a- Avacyn and Grounded Bolisher in my hand. And I was like, okay. If I run out, if I run out Avacyn, it's just going to get straight countered. It's going to get hard countered. It's going to not happen. Yeah, you're trying to bait out my counter spells. Thinking what's going to happen. Right? So that was kind of one thing that we were talking about earlier. So another thing that... I'd like to bring up to the pod is targeting a person for no reason. Well, that also includes targeting in bad faith and just bad targeting. Yeah. Right. Like, we all have that time where we are just salty at that one person. He's not a threat, but last match, you... You, really, you you messed up my board to the point where, like, I had nothing. My lands were so, destroyed or something, right? I'm going to be a little salty back. Well, yeah. Right? For those type of games, sure. yeah. Be, and try to be up front. 
talking to other person. Like, you know what? That hurt last game. You're dead first this game, probably. <laughs> then you're going to have the rule zero for that game, too, right? Yeah. So it's just kind of finding a balance and threat assessment. So. Exactly. The proper threat threat assessment. Like, even that game, you might even almost be able to take him out. But if you take him out, you lose then. Yeah. Right? Or so, if I take him out... And you are a threat to me now. Yeah, exactly. Right? I'm the bigger threat. He could have helped me deal with you. Exactly. Right? So just proper threat assessment. But a lot of times I've seen people just be like, I don't like this guy, so I'm just going to take him out every single game. And it's like, this yeah. is just one-sided. Yeah, and that's um, happened to Prayer playing Callum quite a bit, actually. Oh, is he's much. been targeted just because he's entertaining and, and all like, that, right? right? It, for for a lot of those, it's like, why are you just targeting him? There's no point in it. Yeah. And another thing we want to talk about, too, is know the crowd. If you're going to say a joke, try not be rude or hurtful. Because, like we said, we're trying to get people to gather. Play. Yeah. Right? We want more players in our group so we can actually have different play styles and different groups that we can call different mindsets so we can learn different strategies and see how people play different cards exactly that's the best way to do it right yeah there has been some jokes and some weird weird things that have been said in some groups that are like what did you just say like, it makes you feel uncomfortable and not very much so like, as welcome as it could have been Yes, and I'm like, whoa, like, that's a little bad for that. Yeah, so there are a few things that we wish we knew that can help new players and all that. So these are certain things that I think, or I should say we think, very much so. Us. new players should know and be helped with. Yeah. And it's how to pre-plan your next turn with the cards in hand kind of like how i was saying before exactly like, right yeah re- re- into everything. reading your card explains your card yeah but it also ties into the fact that what we just talked about like not paying attention like trying to pay attention to receive the cards in hand and then fill out a turn right yeah so we gotta plan the turn ahead right so proper threat assessment and also learning each phase and what we can do in each phase. Yes, very much so. So like, when I was a first player, nobody really told me about upkeep triggers, untap, then draw. Yeah. So I had a couple cards that were upkeep triggered, but nobody really told me. So in those matches I missed, I had a harder time focusing on the upkeep triggers. Yeah, and very new players do see that. and it's So cool. it's kind of helping them like just say okay it's your turn so you got untap upkeep draw draw right even if there's no trigger there it's announce it so it goes through their head and they know those are there those phases exactly Mm -hmm. and that's the best thing about that and then your main phase into your combat yeah Declare attacker step, declare blocker step, damage, damage step, step, which is another part of it, part of the phase, which I didn't 
there's damage and then there's after damage before combat's over. Yeah. Which I didn't yeah. know until until I saw the card reconnaissance. Yeah. And there's always end of combat too. Yeah. There are certain tr- cards that trigger at end of combat. Because there's there's even certain cards that trigger just inside combat. Yeah. Oh, like I so. I play a lot of combat heavy tr- heavy decks, and I run those cards. Right. Yeah. And then your second main phase, and then then your ending and step discard step. yeah everything else like that. But it, it's always good just to go through the phases so you can know it. Yeah. And even going on to comprehensive rules and figuring out what can be done in those steps is also good. And they also have playmats that have. Like, the training, where to put your lands, where to put your creatures, your library, your graveyard, exile, everything. So... There's even fun ones for that stuff. Like, the the one that... I actually found them. Yeah. The the graveyard is dead stuff. The the exile is really dead dead stuff. So it's perfect. Like, Like, it's really dead. It ain't coming back no matter what. Like, it's... That that leads into another, another point for us for, like... Um, I, I, I'm very heavy with this one. This one is like, it's supposed to be fun. The game is supposed to be fun. Yes, there's the competitive side. There's the casual side. Exactly. A lot of us play the casual side because it's what, it's how we got into the game. Yeah. We got, I started out playing, what was it? 60 card? Just 60 card with you, Corey? Yeah. Yeah. When I was, when, when I was, when we were 16, yeah, I stopped playing for however long. I start working. I start working at the place I'm working at with Brian. Brian got me back into Commander. Surprisingly, it was quite easy. Actually, got, got me into Commander. I knew you. I knew you liked Magic. Yeah, I introduced you to Brian, and like, and then our group just kept growing and growing and growing. And now, yeah. now we're in this group where all of us have fun. And we're all kind of like family members, in a sense, in our group. Like, we always try to help each other out. Oh, very much so. In magic or personal life. Like, that's why I love this game, is it brought me closer to you guys. My second family, right? Right. That's the point of it. It's supposed to be gathering people of... uh, Birds of a feather flock together, right? Yeah. So it's gathering people to be nerds. Geeks, or whatever Slingers you want of spells exactly. spell together. We're having fun. <laughs> we we sling spells together. We, I don't know how we can make that work. We got to think of how, somehow to make that 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 a, that a certain way. Yeah, new slogan. New slogan. We'll put patent pending. Oh my god. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, we we don't have it yet, so it has to be. It'll be patent pending as soon as we have it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Trademark and pending. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> yeah. So like but, another thing that. We like to help new players is build up their collection. We already oh, talked much. about this. There are certain cards that you have no need for. You know, help the new player just be like, wow, I got a box of cards. Let's see what they do. Yeah. It gets some reading and figuring out what these cards do. Then they can decide whether they like it. Or not. Like or not. Exactly. Right? Well, that's, that, that's another thing with it. Is like, this game is more than just a, for adults. It's more than just a game just for strategy. It's teaches 
mathematical equations. There's lots of there's lots of reading. Yeah, there's um, lots of schools in the states that run after school clubs and they use magic. Oh yeah, same and thing. it's meant to help teach reading. Reading, math, math, fractions, Fra- like probability, it's, everything. It's it's quite extensive i like it that's why i play it i like that ability to do that it makes us think it's it's a game to make you think exactly it makes me think so i don't have to think and i like to bring in like my niece and nephews and all that it helps them out too right yeah right like my son he got he has a dinosaur deck and guess what it works he can pilot it enough that he can knows what to do yeah but we should also let the new players play the deck, not be a backseat driver. Right? Yeah. They're going to make mistakes. Let them make the mistake. And then you can help them if they ask, right? Yeah. Oh, very much But so. overall, let them play their deck the way they want to. Because you don't want to be playing their Two deck decks. and them sit Sit, I sit there, I go, sit there I, bored. I, I don't right? want to do this anymore. I don't want to play anymore. Like, um... I still make mistakes. Oh, uh, dude. You guys so do don't I. correct me right. until after I made the mistake. Well, th- there's even times right? when we're playing and, like, I'll make a mistake. And you guys see it. And you guys will wait till the game is over and be like, you know you could have done this. Yeah, right. and yeah he this- casts Elish Norn <laughs> with a blue player that has two open blue mana. Hey, I was trying to... That was one time. That was time. a mistake. That was one time. <laughs> no, no, no. When I fa- fractured identity it, that was the funny one. You yeah. mean when, like, when I fractured identity my own card that you t- stole from me to yeah. give everybody else it and exactly. not you? And you're sitting there going... Well, fine then. Asshole. One of my favorite ones... <laughs> what? Is... Oh, turn one soul ring. Hey, Callum. <laughs> Destroy target artifact. It wasn't just the turn know. one soul, soul ring. It was mountain into soul ring into signet. Orzhov signet. Yes, that's that was in my Edgar Markov deck. So I had three mana. I had four mana. So you could play Edgar Markov on turn two, and I was no, like, on, no, Edgar is still a six drop. So I still so needed two more mana. Well, yeah. So turn three, I could have played him. Yeah, but uh, and then I go to pass my turn, and Brian and Brian's sitting there going. Hold up. I got this. <laughs> and it was my turn one. It was his turn zero. <laughs> hey, I got. I had to try to use it. I've never used it before, so I was like, force a vigor. And then I got mana screwed. Yeah. Yeah, so, all right, gatherers. There are some do's, don'ts, all the few points for new players. We wish you new players to begin. We want to hear any tips and new players that we left out. Anything you want us to cover in future episodes. How to challenge us by building abnormal commanders. You can contact us at yxegatherthemagic at gmail.com. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and we'll see where the next week go for the pack cracks and... Any future gameplays, we will post online. We want to do a shout out to our editor, the Michelin editing machine. Pew, 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 pew. I need to buy an air horn. We got a. 
Yeah, so we're just going to have fun and keep slinging those spells, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, keep keep slinging slinging those those spells. spells.